I want you to think of a person in your life that drains you actively decide, sorry, actively decide that you will not reach out to them, even when you're bored or when you're lonely. And that when they call you the next few times, you know what you're going to do? You're going to pass on spending time with them. Hey, everybody, what's up? It's Chase. Welcome to another episode of the show. Today's micro show is a building block. It's a building on something that I shared a couple months ago as a part of my email newsletter community. Uh, if you're not subscribed to that, it's just chasejarvis.com slash email. I said, sent, uh, send one of those a week out. Uh, they are, um, they have a variety, a couple different formats, but this particular one that I'm referencing was around one of the biggest energy zappers of my life. And I wanted to go deeper here in the show because of the response that I got back, that I heard back from hundreds and hundreds of people. I, I don't even always encourage people to write back if they were moved by the particular show, but definitely I got so much inbound um, as a on the, off the back of this newsletter that it, it was clear to me that it hit a chord and that's why I wanted to continue here. So um, the, the fact is, it is a fact rather that there are people in our friend circles. I'll say our friends and family, but I'm going to focus on sort of friends. Just know that it's inclusive. There are people in those circles that absolutely just light us up, right? That, that make us feel alive and just bring the best out in us. And it's also true that there are people in our friend circles and our family circles that drain us. There are some activities in our lives that make us feel more alive, and there are others that that tax us. They make us feel drained, make us feel flat. My confession in this particular show, and what I want to build on, is that it it, it was admittedly way longer, way later in my life before I took action than I care to admit. This is a confession. I was aware that this existed, but I was way too, I would say infinitely too tolerant, somehow thinking that it was a virtue to give my time, my energy away. What the fuck, right? The number one blocker that I experienced and the number one blocker that I confess to see in others is that we all think that editing this is somehow a big deal or too hard or an endeavor that's not worth it. And yet what I have come to learn and come to now prescribe another is that this is incredibly value. In fact, invaluable. It is in fact, one of the most valuable things that you can do. And it's not that hard. I will share that I have a long time ago, I had a fan member that was asking me why I was doing all this stuff. Why don't I just go get a job and do um, you know, I could make lots of money as a doctor and be very happy and successful. And why would I risk it all? Or why would I throw myself into harm's way or all the uncertainty when I don't know what a career that looked like this could produce when I could see that becoming a doctor was going to do all these other things. I tolerated that for a long time. Why? Uh, I'll give another example. Like I worked at a golf course as a young person and and I found interest in the game. I then went to college on a soccer scholarship, didn't have time, right? Playing soccer and going to school 10 hours a day. And then I was very poor. And then I was in my late twenties and I was like, what is the stupid game of these rich 
you know, white dudes chasing a white golf ball around this big. And yet when the pandemic happened, it took, it took 27 something years off the game. When the pandemic happened, I was able to see the game for something that was different first, because it was the only thing to do. The only thing that was open and available. Uh, and then I delved into the history and then I looked at what was possible and how the game was expanding to be a lot more inclusive and that the, the, Essentially, you're renting a piece of a park for an afternoon, and it changed. And yet, again, not dissimilar to the inputs that I was getting from my uh, family member around my career choice and the inputs that culture sometimes talks about with, with respect to golf, why was I allowing those to dominate my own experience of something that it turns out I enjoyed and I care deeply about and I wanted to pursue? You know, now using those two very simple and maybe even trite examples, but I know that you can continue to insert examples in your life where people in your friend circle and all this stuff is giving you juice or taking it. Now that I look back, editing my life of both the actions, the things I do and the people that I spend my time with, these are the very highest value actions that we can take right now. Highest value, editing your friend circle, editing how you spend your time. These edits on making the changes in your life will supercharge the very life that you are so concerned about. Editing will be an acceleration of all of your dreams, of all of your interests, of your passions. Now, I also wanted to prescribe, I did this in my email and I've got a couple of other additions here. I wanted to prescribe a couple of experiments that I ran on my own life, which delivered immediate progress towards a life that I confess I love. That is one of my favorite things about my journey is that when I look back or even sitting here in the present, I love making this show and here I am, I'm getting to do it. So it's not, it didn't come overnight and, and it wasn't always easy and it's not, doesn't remain easy to this day. There's all kinds of curveballs, but here's a couple of experiments that I've run that were, that paid dividends and that I think if you ran may pay dividends for you as well. One experiment is to think of the activities in your life, maybe even going all the way back to childhood that bring or brought you great joy. It can be literally anything, you know, what brought you joy that when you thought of it or did it like lit you up. There's probably, you know, a bunch, my friend, you know, Charlie Hone, who wrote the book, play it away, loved hitting baseballs when he was a kid. So as an adult, he started hitting baseballs into a field with a friend. He brought a big bucket of baseballs and he, and it turned out that that brought him a ton of joy. So whatever the thing is for you, think of that next, who are people in your life that you love or who would you love doing such those, those activities that I was just asking you to think about, who would you want to do those with if you could do those activities with any person? And here's the, here's the punchline of the experiment. Reach out to those people with a, a text this week and propose that you get together and do the thing. I know it sounds crazy, but it really is that easy. What's the thing you enjoy? What's a person you would love to do it with? Reach out, get a date on the count. If you can't get it this week because you're busy next week, if you can't get it next week, the week after. Maybe it's going on a photo walk or playing golf with your pal from college or 
Make plans to grab dinner at that new Michelin star restaurant with that foodie buddy of yours or plan a nearby hike without outdoorsy neighbor. They're like, that person's really cool. I'd like to get to know them a little bit better. The more specific you can be with this homework assignment, this experiment rather, the better. Shared activities are incredible mechanisms for building a community and dare I say, a life that you love. That's experiment number one. Experiment number two, think of one person in your life that drains you. Again, maybe controversial, but we're heading into the holidays here. And if uh, this one particular family member drains you, you know what? You don't actually have to spend time with them. You can not attend that particular ga gathering. Or if you attend that gathering, not really spend too much time getting wound up about them. It works. It's real. I want you to, regardless of it's a holiday setting or family or friends, I want you to think of a person in your life that drains you, actively decide, sorry, actively decide that you will not reach out to them even when you're bored or when you're lonely and that when they call you the next few times, you know what you're going to do? You're going to pass on spending time with them. Now, I admit I am different than your life coach or your therapist. I could give two shits if you tell a white lie to avoid this person. I don't actually care. Just get it done. You're not Mother Teresa and nor am I and you don't need a degree in relational psychology here. Just avoid the toxic person. That is the goal of experiment number two. And you know what? Pat yourself on the back for doing so. White lie included. I don't care. No judgment. Avoid the person. Another experiment, experiment number three that I would suggest for you. Think of three people in your friend circle that you respect and admire. What do you know about what these people like to do that you might suggest as an easy way of getting together with those people? Go back to the golf example. If my friend uh, Jeremy likes to golf, I like Jeremy a lot. Why don't I get off my ass and say, hey, Jeremy, I know you love to golf. I love. Let's get out there. Reach out to these people, whatever the thing is. If you have a friend who loves to do overnights, you know, camping trips in the mountain, wake up at sunrise and get incredible photos. You know that about this person. You love that person. Go ahead and suggest a trip, an overnight. Reach out to them is the punchline. I've got a friend as an example, last example here. I wanted to spend more time with who loves to grill super big steaks. I mean, I love me some big meat, beast and cleaver, my, my butcher. Mm. I love to grill me some big old bone in ribeyes. Now I reached out to this friend who loves to grill this big meat, shared with him that this new butcher was just blowing my mind. I offered to bring over some monster ribeyes. If he'd give me a lesson on the best way to grill them up on this new particular grill that he's got. And now this guy's back in my life after a really long hiatus. I could not be happier about it. The last experiment that I would offer is I made a video about this not too long ago. Um, the video essentially is about making two lists, making a list of more and a list of less. The video is on my YouTube channel, Chase Jarvis or youtube.com slash Chase Jarvis, read, subscribe. And the video title is why I don't set resolutions and what I do instead. It was around New Year's, but it 
it is very, very relevant for, for today's show. It is essentially making a list of what I want more of. And rather than setting very specific goals, which you should set goals, I'm talking about, again, how I changed my own life. What are some very fundamental things that I did to get more activities and people in my life that I wanted and less people that I didn't want and, and things that I didn't want out of my life. And it, this last example is literally making a list of what I want to do more of and less of in the new year. I refer to it every week, sometimes more often. And it turns out it's a pretty effective steering to, am I doing these things? For example, my, you know, go back to that golf example. One of the reasons that I wanted to start playing golf was because I was not spending enough time with my male friends. I was over, I was a workaholic, working too much, and I was missing out on time with my male friends. And what I discovered, I made that resolution. Uh, sorry, not resolution. I made that uh, list of my more, more time outside with male friends. And then in July, when I hadn't taken any action against that, I said, you know what? Cool. What are some of these people and what do they do that how I could spend more time with them? Golf popped up. I bought myself some new golf clubs. I got those golf clubs in September, September. I dinked around a little, went out a couple times, pandemic hit, and then I was off. So with these four basic experiments, right? Again, I'll recap them. Think about that activities that you love, go back to childhood, do those things. Think of people that you want out of your life and get them out of your life. Decide you're not going to reach out to them. Three, think of people that are in your friend circle that you love and want to spend more time with, go do something that they already like doing with them. And the last one is this more or less list. Now, in summary, it's, it's actions like these that I'm talking about right now that I've learned from my own experience, what I've learned from talking to many of the happiest, most successful, talented, fulfilled people on earth. These are the actions that those people take these are required actions to live out our dreams. Might sound hard, might sound uncomfortable, but it's actually reasonable and quite easy to make progress today. So my ask of you this particular week is give at least one of these experiments a shot. Until next time, I bid you adieu. All right, that's all for today's show. But hey, before you go, I want to say thank you for listening and also for engaging with the platform. Wherever you consume the show, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere, thank you so much. Reviews help a ton if you're willing to. And I want you to let you know that in an effort to continue the topics we explore here on the show, or if you have questions, you can always direct your comments to me on all my social feeds. I'm at Chase Jarvis everywhere, but also... I will see your message quicker if you shoot me a text. That's right. I can text directly with you. The best way is to hit me up at 206-309-5177. I get a lot of texts, so I can't always get back to you right in the moment. But trust me, those are my thumbs on the other end of the keyboard. So I want to say thanks so much, and I look forward to engaging with you soon.